Hello, Mary. Indiana Jones. Hello. Use the false loop. Mr. John Bowles. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're going to talk about something that's on everybody's mind, it seems, in this country. Guns. But not just any guns, Alan. Okay. We're talking toy guns. No? Ah. All right. We're talking toy guns. Toy guns of the 80s. You and I ran around like Rambo separately, but at the same time, shooting up the neighborhood and just having grand old time with our friends and our toy guns. Hmm. And mm-hmm. to help us with this topic, Alan... Yeah. We've got a special guest. It's Jay from the Enter the Nerd Zone and the Hour Story and the Stuff You Don't Need to Know podcast. Hey, Jay. Hey, guys. Now, did you guys, you know, when we talk toy guns, did mm-hmm. you have this thing like you'd go to like the local park or the, your local school and just, you know, play guns, right? You just bring a toy gun or even like a stick, you know, and just pretend like you're going to shoot somebody and, and play around that way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was. If it wasn't the schoolyard or the local park where I live, our housing development kind of ended up towards like what we thought was like a vast woods that probably was maybe four or five acres. It really wasn't that big. So somebody's yard always kind of like backed up towards like these woods. And a lot of times that's what we did. You know, every kid in the neighborhood had at least two or three toy guns and off we went. Uh, Yeah, I played mostly in the house and outside on the block. I grew up in, in Jersey City, and the houses were much closer. Yeah, so we run around the block and, and just, you know, pretend to be shooting each other. We played Army. We played Army a lot. Did you have teams? No, it would be just like me and two or three of my friends, and we'd be like fighting fake, a fake Army, like an <laughs> invisible, invisible imaginary Army. But it was like, yeah, but you know, you pick up a stick. It's what you did as a kid. A stick was a gun. You pick it up, you came a gun. Oh, hell and yeah. If you were able to find, if you're able to find a stick with, with a another part of it protruding looking like a uh, a handle that was even better oh yeah that's right oh yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely we would yell you know the dude your friend would be like across the like the basketball court and you'd be like i shot you no you didn't <laughs> and you just be <laughs> arguing shut up <laughs> oh yeah this is before paintball this is before laser tag you, you know you had it was the honor system and as we all know children have no honor so, <laughs> that's very true or, or you made up rules like alright if you're shot you have to like play dead for like 5 seconds or 10 seconds or right yeah then you can get back up and join back in now did, did any of you guys have like the friend or friends that were quote unquote gun enthusiasts like they, they knew everything whatever toy gun you brought over they, oh that's a 45 oh that's an <laughs> M16 and oh if we're playing war like, okay you could shoot it 16 times then you have to reload like do you have one of those kids that was the expert <laughs> Oh, you mean like he could field strip a weapon in 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, th- we actually had a kid like that. Uh, I forget I forget what it was like a water gun that looked like an Uzi and it was battery powered. I, I-, I forget like what brand it was, but you, you could actually kind of take it apart and he would act like that. He would act like I could field strip this thing in two two minutes or more like it's. It's a water gun, man, but sure, <laughs> go for it. He's acting like Vincent D'Onofrio in Full Metal Jacket. 
<laughs> that <laughs> bad yeah. uh, No, I didn't have a friend like that. Or I just, uh, I did have a friend that his mother wouldn't allow guns in the house, or didn't allow him to own toy guns or anything at all. And he would literally give me money to go into the stores to buy guns for him, and he would keep a stash in a box under his bed. And his mother never knew. Just to reiterate, those are toy guns that you were they buying. They were toy guns. Well, I was buying the toy guns. I don't know who else, whatever. But, but he was that obsessed with guns. Like you know, we all had you know a few guns each, but still was obsessed by. And I think because his mom wouldn't let him have them, made it more enticing for him. I don't think I, Do you- as a kid, I understood like different brands of guns. Or, I mean, I knew what like a cowboy gun looked like, and I don't think I really got into understanding what weapons were until GI Joe, when Snake Eyes had an Uzi. It was like that was the coolest gun in the world, you know, because it was like that semi-automatic thing. And it was like a conversation I could have with my dad because he was in the military. And I would ask him, ooh, Uzi. And then he was like, oh. And like when they showed him like my G.I. Joe toys, like they were actual like, it was like the real nomenclature of like the words and stuff of, of like the items. And so he was like, oh, wow. You know, like these are actually like real name things like the M16 and stuff. But as a kid, this I don't think any of my friends actually understood. Yeah, I, I, was, I think my first interaction with any kind of gun or anything would be we used to go to this lake a few times every year up in north jersey and they had like a snack shop and it was also like a little general store almost too and every time we went up there i would beg my mom to let me buy like a water pistol it was like a little plastic you know it could be bright orange yellow blue mm-hmm. whatever see-through you guys know what i'm talking about but oh, yeah. a little yeah a little pump action water pistol and those are the first things and then you know with Battlestar galactica and star wars and buck rogers you know you move away from bullet guns and everything's a laser gun in your hand you know everything becomes a laser gun and i think i had a replica hand solo like the like the kenner version of it oh yeah that was cool. the hand solo pistol that was a cool yeah. gun yeah it was a really cool gun the storm i think they even made stormtrooper too right they're the stormtrooper rifle with sound I effects so. I they, I yeah they made they, the bowcaster too chewbacca's bowcaster wow that one yeah, i don't did. remember oh really with sound effects with sound effects, yeah, yeah. When I was in high school, I had probably one of the greatest jobs ever working at Toys R Us. So, yeah, I can confirm that that they had, you know, Han Solo's gun, they had the stormtrooper rifle, and they had the bowcaster with sound effects. And yeah, it's great because kids would just run around the store and just because the the packaging would be partially open, so it would say like "Try me" like for the real sound effect, and you would just hear that all day long. The laser sound effects. For some reason, I thought that bowcasters shot darts. No? Well, they probably had a version that did. Oh, dude, I, I'm, I gotta look this one up. I don't remember this one. Chewbacca bowcaster toy gun. Yeah. Yeah, but the water gun was, was awesome, I thought. But remember, you get that thin stream of water, and it would go pretty far, but sometimes, like, that trigger would stick or be some kind of... It was I guess it was air pressure, or maybe it was just the pumping action of it. Now, do you guys yeah, remember I mean, your first toy gun? first toy gun yeah i remember we took a trip we went somewhere in upstate new york and we visited his store i think it's actually we visited fort ticonderoga and at the gift shop they had cap guns they, they kind of look like a flintlock pistol or a musket and i remember getting one my parents would not let me get the caps though but yeah, I, that was probably the first one that I had, like this big, long, which back then to me, it was like this huge gun because it was like almost my height. I mean, now it's <laughs> probably like pathetically small, but it was like, I, I just thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah, I don't think it was my first gun, but a gun I just really remember having and loving was we went to Wild West City, which is somewhere in New Jersey. Oh, and yeah. I got a whole like cowboy set. I got the hat, I got the, 
belt and I got two revolvers and they're, I think they still sell them. It's they're metal, they're cap guns, they're metals. They look like revolvers, but the, the side kind of slides up and then you put the roll of caps in there. Oh yeah. And that was awesome. So I had two of them and uh, you know, I had the holster. It was awesome. Now I remember as kids with in regards to cap guns, there were like two versions. There was like the paper caps and then the plastic, like they were like in a cylinder ring kind of thing. And I remember with my cowboy gun, it was more the the paper version, you know. So you'd have like this red strip of paper and had like little pieces of I guess what gunpowder is I guess is what it was. And then you you mm-hmm. know remember you'd cock a hammer, and then you'd shoot and go pap. And it was nice because you would have not only the sound but that smell of smoke. Yeah, you actually shot right. something. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know. And then I remember if we yeah. didn't have the gun, we would just go out on the curb and take a rock and just try to you know explode all the caps we you know do it that way too yeah the thing the the roll the paper gun uh the paper caps was you'd be on a good roll like pat 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 and then we just get stuck like because it was feeding upward oh yeah you just and if you got into a good roll with it it just this long red strip of used cap paper would be sticking out here (laughs) but it would would always eventually get jammed you're like damn it (laughs) not good in a firefight yeah um do you guys think that at that time when we were growing up on TV, the use of guns was was pretty prevalent? I mean, not just shows like the A-Team, but really kind of with everything going on and binging a lot of stuff and watching a lot of me TV, a lot of shows from the early to mid 80s. I mean, people were just pulling guns on each other left and right. Like it was it was pretty commonplace to see it on TV. Do you think that had anything to kind of fuel that drive towards it or just is what it is? Hmm. I think at the time, all our heroes were using guns of some kind, you know. And you got to also remember, especially on TV and cartoons, G.I. Joe, nobody ever gets killed. As much as they shoot, stormtroopers could never hit anything. You know, A-Team, you know, they blew up trucks and everything, and they always made sure to show you the bad guys crawling out of the car or or getting up. Like, they never shot people. They would, like, shoot things near them and, like, shoot a pipe and steam would make the bad guy go, ah, or something, you know. (laughs) So I think it was... um, it was very more prevalent in the 80s. I mean, if you look at the movies and TVs of the 80s, I mean, they, one of my favorite movies, Red Dawn, is based about teenagers, you know, fu- you know, forming a militia and just kind of fighting back against invading army. So, oh, no, Jay, I think it brings up a good point because during that time period, like we we all grew up in in like the tri-state area, right? Like New Jersey, New York, kind of area, and and definitely I can definitely say if you're going to compare things like what, what was going on in TV at the time, like New York, New York was considered a really bad place in Chicago and you had movies like Death Wish which was you know extremely popular at the time and guns was a big role in part of that vigilante kind of things but but as a kid I don't recall as a kid thinking like we were like the A team or we were like GI Joe I'm talking like really young kid it was always we'd play guns as if like we're in the army we yeah, just pretend. Yeah. yeah, it was just yeah. pretend. So I don't think we as kids we were like a particular something from television but definitely guns i mean that is a good point jake because i would definitely say guns was probably a big thing in the news but not realizing it as a kid though because new york was a i mean when you thought new york as a kid it was a bad place oh yeah scary yeah it was scary that's that's a great word it was scary to think about going through new york because of the guns yeah watch Uh a movie from the 70s based in new york or even the early 80s even crocodile dundee isn't like new york dangerous <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's not a knife. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, that makes a good point. And you got to also remember, we're all 
you know, we're all men, we're all male, and a gun was a definite boy toy, you know what I mean? And something boys played with, boys played with guns. I think it was just kind of ingrained and, you know, because the 60s was big with the with the Westerns and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then the 70s was, you know, army and cop shows, right? Or you're playing cops and robbers or you're playing uh, cowboys and Indians or you're playing uh, uh, army, you know, just things like that. But yeah. everything, everything we played involved a weapon of some sort. Right. Right. All right. Now, now, not to like really nerd this up, but with like when a show like Dungeons and Dragons came out and they had play sets and you started to see stuff like that night and other kind of fantasy related. Did anybody get into that? Because not all the guys that I played army with and stuff like that, but some of the ones, especially the ones who eventually I would go on to play Dungeons and Dragons with. We would also do that, too. I mean, we wouldn't dress up or anything, but we would just grab a fake sword or, again, grab, like, a long stick and just, you know, it's a sword, it's a staff, it's this, it's that. Like, anybody do anything like that? Negative. Uh, I, yeah, mine was, mine was always... <laughs> for me, it was always so a lightsaber. A big bird. Yeah. yeah, I never got into the sword and sorcery stuff and, like, Excalibur and anything like that. I, if I was holding a stick like a sword, it was a, it was a lightsaber. No, I, I did. I was into that stuff for sure but it's like it was one of those things where you didn't show that in front of like the whole group of friends like at school it was like i had one buddy he was into it it was just like our thing you know so we play D D, we play you know swords and sorcerer kind of stuff but that definitely wasn't one of those things you admit to dude for the longest time i didn't know half you guys actually even played like dungeon like jay i've known you for such a long time it's only since we started podcasting i found out you're in dungeons and dragons you know you was... know my dark secret <laughs> i don't i don't think i knew you ever played dungeons and dragons i know we used to like we we bought the sets in college we were the marvel superhero and maybe the dc one too but then we made characters and stuff like that but we never really did anything with them oh we probably did but yeah as a kid i played D D a lot i mean yeah. and we played house rules too you know i don't know what that means but nerds <laughs> um <laughs> so. come on yeah, and you like the overpower cards too. I remember you really liked those. Cards. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those things are fun. But it, and like what Jay was saying, like, did we play those roles outside? It, uh, in private, I think we like with select <laughs> friends, but not not the masses. Where like when when we played guns as kids, it was literally there. We had a block of friends, maybe I don't know 20, 20 of us and stuff. And then we would go to our elementary school and we make our teams and we would just run amok. And it was a time where. You know, you would jump in someone's backyard. It was like the normal thing. You know, hop fences, things like that. It was like a normal mm -hmm. thing for us. But yeah. nowadays, holy smokes, it's it's way way different today. Oh my god, we used to make these guns, and they were like two by fours, maybe a little smaller. But they were they were they weren't wide, but they weren't too long because you had to carry them. And on one end, you put a nail halfway through it, and then you put a rubber band, and then you bend the the nail so it holds the rubber band. And at the other end, you would you would hammer with like a finishing nail. You would uh, hammer down a um, a clothespin, the ones that open and close. Okay. And then you would take the, the the tabs from soda cans, and you would take off like the the tongue part. And this even works with the with the tabs they have now. If you just break them off, and you would put that in a rubber band, and you stretch it back to the um, to the clothespin, and let the clothespin hold the can thing. Tab. Tab. Mm -hmm. So you're running, and that's how it's loaded. So it's like a, it's a rubber band with the tab in it being held by the clothespin. And we would chase each other, and then we'd shoot these tabs at each other. Holy crap. Oh, it was awesome. And sometimes you'd have like a, 
like a, instead of a double double shotgun, you'd have like two clothespins on one piece of wood, so you can <laughs> get two shots off. I never um, heard of this so before. You never heard of it? We, we no, I made it sounds all, devastating. We made them all the time, all the time. But the, the the funny thing is, the round ones that we used to pull off with the tongue, those flew better than the when they became square. Holy crap! And you had to break them off. I I shoot, I'll make you one. I'll send it to you. I- I just we, yeah, we used to we used to have something similar, but it was actually you would stretch the rubber band out because one of our friends, his dad, his dad did construction. So he actually kind of they were almost kind of like these industrial rubber bands, like to pull them all the way back. Like you really had to pull it. And then the way we set it up is when you kind of unclipped it, it was actually the rubber band that would fly. So it was like we were shooting rubber bands at each other. No safety goggles. No, <laughs> no, no concern for I. I can tell you i got hit in the eye <laughs> and I, I mean i don't know i used to get hit in my right eye and that's like now my worst eye if i close my left eye it's almost like i'm totally blind and i'm almost wondering getting like shot with rubber bands in the eyes like four or five times like that have anything to do with it <laughs> maybe but i really didn't care wow <laughs> that's man, so we funny. didn't make any of that stuff uh dude i mean i just those guns were awesome i i would spend all afternoon making a gun and trying to get the right nails and the thing is even with the little finishing nails we probably now like like gorilla glue or wood glue would, would be better but when, when you would try to nail that clothespin in it would sometimes split and you're like ah so you flip it over and if you split that one you'd be in trouble and your mom would get mad at you because you were stealing all her clothespin <laughs> <laughs> true yeah but they were they were on they hurt when you got hit with one Jeez. oh god yeah i remember those old like those pull tabs the old ones that the whole thing came out. Mm-hmm. Oh god! Unless uh, you know, when you open the soda and the ring just broke off, and then it's like Damn. you had to like hammer on the tab to like get it open. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. But you wanted that broken off round part. You didn't want the tongue. <laughs> but it was awesome. Yeah. So we, we we even made our own guns out of wood and, and things like that. So, and then the super soaker came, and oh my god, that like that changed everything. <laughs> yeah. We'll go even before well, yeah. that. Do you remember those guns that it shot out like these, maybe like the size of a penny, like these little discs? You ever oh, have? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know what those. We did. I thought we did, didn't we? I don't know. I probably had one in college. I, I wish I had one right now. It, it, you could probably so load like. To load. Yeah, but it would hold like what, maybe twenty discs, and it would shoot, and like you know they would. They weren't the most accurate thing, but you had that feeling of like loading something and shooting a projectile. It was so yeah. awesome. And I think there was like a BB gun, like had shot these yellow BBs. It was kind of like it had like a little reservoir in the back where you load it from the top, I think. And you kind of had to shake the gun a little bit to kind of like align the, the pellet, the, the BB and stuff. But those are probably like first incarnations of actually shooting something physical that I had. Yeah, well, I was, I mean, my first thing would projectiles was probably a dart gun and i love oh, the dart right. gun I, I i would love it and this is back in the day when the shaft of the dart gun was like plastic like yeah. hard plastic like now it's more i think the guns in college when we played assassination they were they were all kind of softer plastic yeah. oh it was like and a rubbery kind like of thing yeah 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 but it was um yeah, those hard darts, and they hurt. <laughs> Did you guys have okay, that uh, Spider-Man really web well shooter with, that shot out a dart? Do you yes. Do you, oh, that was yes, awesome. Of course. Yeah, I love that thing. <laughs> what about the uh, what about the gun? It had the the dart, but the dart had a suction cup on it, and it was like 
spring loaded like you loaded it in so when you shot it you you got some good distance on it and if if it didn't stick if it hit you it, it really hurt it hurt yeah. it's awesome <laughs> right and no safety goggles no all this overly protective stuff safety oh my god yeah we come always... on we used, to, we used to build bike ramps in the street lay lay a piece of wood down lay a piece of wood on top of it angle who cared (laughs) (laughs) what's that (laughs) yeah those were good times Um, but yeah in summer we bust out the water guns and and they graduated from those you know 50 cent ones from the convenience store and i think the the first big technology leap was i guess i guess the intertex right because they were battery powered yeah and they looked uh, ridiculous how they looked real how real they looked just all was black uh-huh all yep. oh yeah and they had a uh they had a pistol right and an uzi uzi yeah uh dude they had a rocket the, uh, launcher had, do you remember the rocket launcher they had a rocket launcher <laughs> yeah but it, i mean it looked good but it was silly looking because it would just shoot a stream of yeah it would shoot a rocket it shoot a stream yeah of but the mechanism of the pump actually even gave it a sound too you know like yes. pumping it so it actually had like a this sound to it and you had this this visual cue that someone's shooting out of it it was so awesome i think as a kid i remember it took up a lot of batteries though it did yeah it did oh, right it's yeah ridiculous yeah man. but you got you got the stream was really uh, you know went pretty far the stream um these two things killed the intertech one was because they look like they look like real guns i don't I, I can't verify this but i i seem to remember kids getting hurt or maybe even shot because they were carrying them and cops with their real guns uh so parents started freaking out uh, this is before orange tips. This is probably the beginning of the orange tips, or to order really crazy colored guns, and then the super soaker because the super soaker didn't need batteries, and yeah. just through the uh, you know the pumping of the air pressure, the stream went way further than anything Intertech was doing. Oh, super soakers would boast oh. like, oh, we'll shoot hundred feet, you know, hundred fifty. Oh, it was crazy. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, I got a good story. Hey, dude, the... remember when I used to live in in uh, at college at that um that townhouse place? Mm-hmm. And yet they had the gate. Did you ever go to my place in college? No, I did not. No. Huh. All right. Whatever. Anyway, I had this, this, this guy who was at the security at the gate thing. And I had I drove my Jeep, right? And, I, and I'd go home. And then one day, I don't know what it was. I was driving home. And all of a sudden, the, the dude, like, takes out his water gun and starts shooting me. Like, he starts shooting my car. And he's laughing. I'm like, haha, that's very funny, right? I went, I got a super soaker, dude. <laughs> I saw him the next day. I doused the crap out of him. Oh, we were laughing so hard. He was so... I mean, he was angry, but he was laughing too at the same time. And then it was war. And so now, now we, like after that, we would pretend like we had a gun, but we didn't, you know. I doused the snot out of him. It was awesome. Well, that's 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 what was great about him. Like the old water guns, even the Intertech, it still shot a small stream. I mean, yeah, it's right in the name. I mean, you got soaked with these. And I remember they had the one... That had a backpack that could hold like I, I don't know how much, like <laughs> almost like an endless supply of water. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, that you had one. to wear it. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the super but it was like Jesse the Body Ventura and Predator. They had that like huge, like, like it never ran out. Of, it never ran out of ammo. <laughs> well, that well, that's the funny thing. I mean, I don't remember using water guns so much from college, but even in college, you know, we went through that period. I don't know, especially with the fraternity, because we played around in the assassination game. Where we all bought dart, dart guns and stuff, and um, we were running around campus, you know, quote unquote, killing each other. And even that was fun. I, it was just, you know, we're talking late teens, early twenties, and we're still running around campus with guns. And stuff. Dude, I gotta tell we're you talking. how paranoid I was when we started playing that game, because I'd have my uh, 
I remember I made that sawed-off shotgun. It was like a it was like a double barrel over under <laughs> dart thing, right? And I, I took off the, the, the butt part of it so I can hide it in my jacket. I swear, because I think I think cafeteria was considered a free place, right? Cafeteria, hotline, and classrooms. Like you couldn't run into my class and just shoot me because in the middle of class. Right. So I mean, I remember walking to class, but I'd be like looking over my shoulder. Where where is everybody? You know, I was so paranoid, but it was fun. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. I actually won that round. Yeah, shot me in the back. Hey man, it's assassination, not hey buddy. Look, I'm about to shoot you. Over a matter I had of a, a tray of food in my hands, and I just feel this thing hit my back. I was like, "You mother!" I, I felt really bad doing it. You got to remember, I couldn't shoot you in the hotline, and I couldn't shoot you in the cafeteria. Right, it was right in between. I, it was right I had in between. A small window, and I wrestled. I wrestled with myself. I know. I know. Al, <laughs> Al, let's go get something to eat. Okay. I just kept saying. I just kept saying to myself. You gotta do it now because you can't do it in the hotline. You can't do it in the cafeteria. This is your your window. Shot me in the back. The, the fool let himself walk in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know who had me? Uh, Frank had me, and for yeah. some reason we both knew because I think right when you shoot someone, you you get their target, I guess. Yeah. And for some re- reason, I knew he had we had each other. It was outside the hotline. It was like like out in the old west, like we're on each like opposite sides of the hallway. And mm-hmm. He does this move where. He shoots the ceiling, like as if it was gonna ricochet, but it, it came out so. So I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so he shot the ceiling, and when he shot the ceiling, went straight down to the floor. I just went up and shot him. I got your double. <laughs> you awesome. got your double shot shotgun and just laid it out on him. I think no, I think I shot it with my my ye- the regular yellow one, and uh, but it was cool because the whole hallway was like there were a bunch of students in the hallway watching us do this. It was neat. Yeah. It was just—it was a lot of fun. I just went on a tear. I think I had like four kills in that game. Cause that's how you move forward. You kill your person, and then you take their, that person's name. Yeah. And then if you happen to kill the person that had you, then you're like a super assassin. You go around and kill anybody. Super assassin. Yeah. Super assassin. It's like it's like yeah. boss level. <laughs> <laughs> so the super so super cool. The dark guns are awesome. Yeah, Intertech was really. I, I mean, they were for that brief moment. Everyone wanted an intertech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah. literally I, I sent you guys a picture over the group chat, but it's ridiculous how real these guns look. And it was cool because it was proof that if you got shot, I mean, if you're a wet, you means you got shot. Yeah. You know? Well, wasn't there also a water gun company that put like red dye? Yeah, like it would it would change the color of the water, and that would prove that you got shot or something like that. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. didn't it have like disappearing ink or something like that? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. But yeah, I remember there was something like that. Then there was laser tag. Like when laser tag and there was laser tag and there was always like another one, like a competing brand. I can never remember the name because I just associate all that stuff with just laser tag in general. But yeah. like I remember when that stuff started coming out. Yeah, but for laser tag, you need like 30 friends that have really any real fun with that. Two, two, two of you with laser tag is boring. <laughs> That's a cool gimmick, though, to think that yeah. like you would have this thing you would wear. And if you guys, there was a TV show. Was it called like Captain Power or something like that? Well, that was a whole TV line. That was like not. That wasn't a, a like like a gun light. It was gun. a light gun, but I don't think you wore. I think that it would shoot. The TV would shoot at you, and you would shoot at it or something like that. There was this I toy was, I had. What was that, Jay? I said I think there was a Saturday morning cartoon, like a laser tag cartoon, actually. Yeah. I think I that will. While you guys right, chat, yeah. I will Google that. <laughs> I had this other toy 
it was like it, it almost looked like some dinosaur thing it would with like six legs it would kind of crawl towards you and i think i had like a light gun and if you shot it, it would like stop it in its tracks does that sound familiar to you guys no i have to no. look that one up I think you dreamed that. I think you dreamed it. Well, maybe. That's a cool dream. <laughs> there you go. Here's here's the original laser tag. This is pretty cool. The laser tag gun looked awesome. Looked like something out of V, the final battle or something. The laser so, tag yeah, gun? Back in, but yeah. back in 1986, uh, Saturday morning cartoon, Laser Tag Academy. Ah. Something, oh. about, something about protecting the future. Laser gun, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, terrific. That's hey, awesome. hey, look, they made a Saturday morning cartoon out of a Rubik's Cube, so it's no surprise. <laughs> they did. They made a Saturday morning cartoon out of gummy bears. <laughs> so, yeah. Nothing was sacred. Mm-hmm. All right, where's the chat? All right, so I'm going to send you a picture. Look how cool this laser tag gun is. Have it's it's a laser tag gun that you're, you're showing us? Yeah, it's the original one. Oh, yeah. See it? It's got the little red stripe down the middle. I don't even know what you're looking at. I mean, which, what, on Skype? Group chat, yeah. Skype chat. Oh, I don't see anything. See? Oops. Okay. Do well, any of you cool. see it? No. Do you see any of them? No, I've been sending pictures. Why is this not going? <laughs> oh, there's the one. Oh, there you go. There. Okay, yeah. There so. we are. Oh, wow, yeah. The Devastator. Oh, the All Devastator. Right. Okay, can I talk about that one now? Sure. There's this Gatling gun I have, dude. It is it is made by Tootsie Toys, and uh, it remind. I, I don't remember why I bought this thing, but it looks like like for the listeners at home, kind of like Jesse Ventura's gun from Predator. That Gatling mm-hmm. gun, you kind of held it down. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it was, it not only did it make sounds, but the turn it would spin, lights in the front, but it was also a cap gun too. So it actually shot those paper caps. So you'd have this thing, you'd pull the trigger, makes a sound. The whole thing would be shaking because it's so robust. And you have smoke and the smell of gunpowder. Oh, it's awesome. So I'm going to shoot it right now so you can get a good... Let's see. Here we go. Ready? Dude, is that insane? That's insane. Dude, that thing's like 30 years old. I know it still works. (laughs) And it takes six AA batteries. And the magazine is the where you put the batteries. Which is so awesome. How many batteries? Six, six double A. Oh, double A. I think you said D. Oh, double A. Oh, my God. (laughs) The thing must weigh a ton if it was D batteries. Oh, but this thing (laughs) shakes. And uh, it's silver. I'll I'll, I'll post this on Instagram when when it's time and stuff. And then my daughter's like, what the heck is that? And the barrel spins, right? Yeah, and the barrel spins make sounds. I yeah, I, I, I held on to this. And there's this another gun that I had, and Jonathan and I've been trying to research it, but it was a it was like this Beretta handgun that I had in college and it had like a like desert camo on it. And it was cool because I, I think I talked about this before. You'd pull the trigger, it would make a sound, but the slide would reciprocate. And it, it like slide would reciprocate. Yes. Yeah, it was like a like a it like it had like a lot of heft to it. I love that gun and yeah. oh and it sounded think- like a real gun. They go chick chick. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you if you just uh, you know did the slide of the gun, you hear that kind of thing, and um, and then I think what, about a year ago the trigger broke, but it would still make the sound. And then recently, maybe a couple months ago, the little spring for the battery that thing just broke off, and that was the end of that. I mean, the thing was like what twenty years old. Love that. Gun. I don't know the name of that. Who made that gun though? Yeah, I was, we were trying to research, and I can't find it. 
Yeah, that was a bummer. No, nah, I, re- I remember that. I think that was like at, at, the, at a time when there were a lot of similar ones like that. Because mm-hmm. I know there was one that the, the tip was red. So mm-hmm. when you fired it, it, it would flash, almost like a muzzle flash type of a thing. And it did the same thing. And it was hefty, too. Like, if you clock somebody over the head with that, you could <laughs> knock them out. I mean, it was hefty. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> it's amazing how they just tried so hard to make the guns as realistic sounding and looking as possible. And they just got destroyed by the advocacy groups. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, they did but, yeah, account. I mean, let me ask you, you guys have kids. I know. You know, so you've raised kids in the 2000s, and obviously there's been for quite a few years the battle of, of the Second Amendment and gun control and, you know, people shooting up schools or other places. We just had a, as of this recording, there was a bad shooting, uh, mass shooting up in Canada. Where do you guys stand on kids playing with guns and things like that? Okay. So I mean, or, or are they, well, two questions. Are they playing with guns like we used to? I think I know the answer to that, but I'm going to ask you guys anyway. <laughs> and two, what are your thoughts on our gro- way we grew up or the way they're growing up now? Okay, I'm going to give you a good gun. story about my daughter. So my daughter did have like a dark gun. It was cool. It was kind of like had a – it was yellow. I mean it was very, very cartoony looking stuff. But um, so she did have that and, and uh, I hope I don't get sandblasted for this. My daughter was five years old. I actually took her to, it was the local town thing, a uh, shooting range, right? And it, it was mm-hmm. taught by uh, a police officer. It was a good class because they talked about gun safety, finger off the trigger, you know, uh, finger discipline, you know, keeping your finger off the trigger. And they shot these like single shot bolt action 22 rifles, really tiny, they called chipmunk rifles and stuff. And mm-hmm. she did that and she did very well. She wasn't afraid of it. But let me tell you what she came off of that she became very responsible too so there was one day i was watching tv and her dart gun her rifle was there and someone laid it on like the chair next to me and was pointing to me and then she came over and she took the rifle without even saying and just you know propped it up i'm like oh what are you doing she says well the barrel's pointing at you we can't have that like oh you know and and Mm. so like she like with her friends would play like she would actually get on their cases she will say never point a gun at anybody and when you when you see her hold a gun, she actually has finger discipline. So, long story short, she's not a gun person. She's nothing like me. You know, it's, it's not like she yearns for shooting and things like that. But I can tell you, I can honestly tell you this because of her education at such a young age, I trust her completely, knowing like she knows what it is, what it can do, and it takes a lot of responsibility to have one and stuff. So it's not one of those you don't talk about guns, so it becomes a mystery, and then it becomes a very scary thing. So that's my take on. It. I mean, that's just me. I'm not saying this is what every parent should do, but she has she has no fear of it. But it's not like she has that inkling of oh, I wanna. Because I'll even ask her, hey, you wanna go to the gun range? She's like, nah, it's not, it's not her thing. But she yeah. understands it, and she understands what it's about, and she understands the safety of, around it. And for me, I think that's fantastic that she understands how it works and what it takes to be responsible with one. This is too serious of a topic, man, for this show. Well, I mean, on my end, with my daughter, when she was growing up, she would play with guns. She would play with, you know, really any kind of like whatever movie that she liked, you know, be it Star Wars, be it, you know, she would run around the house dressed up as Buzz Lightyear for like a year. When Line the Witch in the Wardrobe came out, we went to the Disney store and got a costume. Uh, Of course, she wanted to be peter because he had a full set of armor and a sword and a shield and she would run around and do that 
and really kind of like whatever sort of fantasy or action movie or whatever was around, she would play with it. I think the difference is, is the stuff that we played with was very, very realistic. I mean, the stuff that was available when she was growing up was, you know, because of all the advocacy and safety issues. I mean, they were incredibly cartoonish. I mean, you're not going to mistake that for a real gun at all. She's 20 years old now. <laughs> you know, she's very like she's not she's not into it. She's not into shooting guns or anything, but she understands it. Like I I told her, you know, I'm going to start to learn how to shoot. And she's like, I get that. I get that. But, but, you know, it's just not for her. And, you know, it didn't. I mean, I don't think that stuff, you know, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the guys that I used to run around with and play guns with, none of them joined the army. None of them now are gun owners. Um, you know, it's just something we did. And I think and kind of what you said, Alan, I mean, there was really no mystery to it. You know, it was there, it was available. I think the thing was, is nobody was making a big deal out of it. Mm. And yeah. when you make when you make a big deal out of it, that's when the kids are like, whoa. You know, mm. that's, well, that's, that's like a good said, point. Yeah. yeah, it's like I said earlier, like my friend that was obsessed with buying toy, gun, toy guns. I really think it's because he wasn't allowed to have them. Mm. And, you know, we grew up playing all these different guns we just talked about. And most of the time, it looked very realistic. And, you know, Alan, you grew up, to sh- you know, you, you, you like to go shooting. I, I've gone shooting twice in my life. It's fun. The only time I ever thought about wanting to own a gun, it was after I got to shoot an M1 Grand, which I used in World War II. And that, I want to own that gun. <laughs> um, but, you know, other than that, uh, yeah, there, it doesn't hold, you know, that's why we have police to take care of trouble. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know. I just think it's it's very because obviously, and again, we didn't grow up in the time of school shootings or anything like that. I guess we were probably well into late teenage years and, and early twenties when the whole the post office was a thing. Remember that? And then, you know, that's where the term "going postal" came going from. Postal, yeah. When people were going into post offices and shooting them up. Um, so yeah, you know, and obviously Columbine back in '98 really kind of got the ball rolling with all this. Uh, but I was just curious because you don't, you know, in my neighborhood, I see kids outside playing all the time, but they're not playing, you know, army or, or cops and robbers or cowboys or Indians and Indians and anything like that. So I was just curious to see what it was. Well, so okay. Two guys. So you bring up a good topic. Let me ask you this. So we grew up, the three of us grew up in a time where we did have toy guns. And, you know, in the, this whole show, we we're talking about how cool it was that we actually had toys that look very realistic, you know, and obviously mm-hmm. the three of us were sane individuals and stuff. And then the parents were advocating because kids were getting hurt. And so they made them yellow and blue and, you know, all these bright colors and stuff. But that mm-hmm. really, I don't think that really changes as adults, you know, because like, for example, there was a time for arcades, right? That, that was really big during our childhood. And mm-hmm. then families came down and, oh, no, 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 that's not good. It's bad for the brain. Listen, 2020, there's probably more kids playing video games now than ever before. Violent video games. What? Violent video oh, games. Right, violent video yeah. games, but video games nonetheless. But then, you know, like, how did... It's, it, I think you're right, Jonathan. I think when you, when, you, when you don't allow kids to have something, the more they're going to do it. Right. You know? Like, the, yeah. the more he's saying, oh, no more, no more arcades. Oh, yeah? Well, guess what? We're going to have, like, the Xbox and the PlayStation. Now it's, like, coming out of our ears more, more than what they thought. So, and the funny thing well, is, I mean, the video games—they're—they're they're becoming much more gun literate than we are because they put—I I mean, uh, what's what's the big one? Call of Duty, right? Like you—you you earn and you equip different weapons, and they're real—they're real weapons that are out there. 
and mm. they try to mimic they mimic the sound and the firing range as much as possible in the in the in the games as the real items so they're more gun literate if they're paying attention to their games mm. than we ever were i think you know because we didn't go out you know we'd have to go to a library to learn <laughs> what kind of guns they're using in, in the service you know but you know you pick up a gun that looks like a revolver or that's my old west gun you pick up a gun that looks like an automatic oh this is my you know my my army gun you know just things like that yeah yeah i mean um we used to play battlefield a lot uh and Battlefield 1 was World War 1 and that opened the door to a lot of different weapons from that time period and I remember my daughter would go on YouTube and she would watch people review the actual like um, there was uh, when they opened an expansion pack uh, and they had a couple French campaigns and they introduced like guns that were developed in France there was one called the Charchot which was a support gun so somebody went out and said like they actually couldn't find one so they actually built one and we're like you know how how accurate is it to the one in the game and yeah i mean like you said i mean it was like uh that's a machine gun uh that's a revolver that's a pistol <laughs> like that was that was about as literate as i was back in the day and you know now they know about well you know this sniper rifle back in world war one was better than this one because mm-hmm. of this and that and everything mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they really know more <laughs> oh that's crazy yeah there's definitely a gun literacy that kids have the kids that play video games not all kids obviously um that we didn't have yeah yeah all right well i appreciate you guys answering that question i was just curious <laughs> what we talking about guns yeah so i don't i mean i don't know i don't buy i was about to say i don't buy toys anymore but that'd be a blatant lie <laughs> um i don't buy toy guns anymore uh so i don't know what's out there i know toys r us i thought that was very shocking a few years ago that toys r us stopped selling toy guns altogether oh not even nerf guns I think, I think, did they sell Nerf guns? I'm glad you brought Nerf guns because I was afraid we were, I almost forgot that. I don't know if they sell Nerf guns. I know like the bow, because I also had the, like the dart bow and arrows and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. I had this one I really loved as a kid. But anyway, that's a different show. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Toys R Us, I know they, they, they must have sold Nerf well, guns. Well, Toys R Us is gone, ones, so not selling so. anything. <laughs> well, they're still in Canada, yeah. Well, but, Target um, does. My, tar- my local Target sells Nerf guns. Yeah, cool ones. But too. it's so it, it's such a rare thing to see guns that when you do see like a toy gun, or at least I when I see a toy gun in like a Walmart or something, I'm like taken aback. Like it stands out that I'm looking at like a gun that looks almost like a gun, and I'm like, oh, this is you know, it's such a weird feeling sometimes because so used to not seeing them in the toy aisles anymore. Oh, you mean you you've seen like toy guns that actually look like not orange and stuff. A little bit, yeah, closer to it. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see the silver revolvers around a lot. I don't know if they're cap guns, but you'll see the silver revolvers. I think Walmart still sells toy guns. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't go down the toy aisle anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, Alan, you brought up Nerf guns. What, what would you guys experience with the Nerf guns? Oh, they're awesome. I have, I, right now, great. I'm looking at one right now. I got this one. It's really cool, dude. <laughs> It has like a like a magazine, like a barrel kind of thing. And dude, I have this. I never shoot this stupid thing. I just think it's so cool to have, <laughs> you know. And my <laughs> daughter has one where uh, you press a button and it kind of like pops open into like a gun, but uh, when you close, it just looks like this big yellow brick. If that makes sense, it's a pretty cool thing. But we haven't yeah, done it in a while. 
I mean, Nerf guns have become almost automatic, like like forty round chambers and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's some of them are even battery many... powered too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, and they're made by Hasbro, who makes Star Wars and Marvel Legends and GI Joe. So Hasbro has all the money. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised GI Joe did. GI Joe didn't make a toy gun, did they? Hmm. You know what? I don't think they ever came out with a gun. I huh. don't think they did, no. You'd figure that's, of all the toys, they'd, a, they'd make one. You know what? You're absolutely right. Hmm. That's a great That's a great catch, my friend. Let's uh, Google that one. Oh, I don't... I mean, I don't think I'm talking Joe. 80s, though, like, you know, when we were kids. No, yeah, I know what you're talking No, about. I remember, because, again, I, the Toys R Us, I remember, you know, all the different, the different vehicles, of course, you know, the Joe-based, the flag, all the figures. I don't, though, I don't remember like a gi joe gun or a cobra gun i really can't remember for the life of me seeing one hmm i don't i don't think yeah i don't think they did and that was what was kind of cool about gi joe because at least the first couple of waves they carried real world weapons mm-hmm. you know cobra had ak-47 grunt had an m16 say guys had an uzi you know i don't know what weapon duke was carrying but they were realistic and then as the, as the joes became more colorful their weapons became more uh, fantastic, fan- fantastic. More like laser guns, sword. probably. Yeah, that kind of nonsense. That's weird. They didn't have a toy gun. Of all the toy lines, you know. Look at that Nerf gun I just sent you guys. Dang. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Tommy gun, but just full of Nerf darts. Oh god, I gotta buy this. <laughs> oh my god, do you remember the, the Tommy guns that would just make a noise? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh How yeah. How awesome were those? I love those things. <laughs> Yeah, 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 right, right, right. It was like a rotary kind of yeah. clacking thing on the inside. That was that's awesome. That's the best. A little handle up front. It's <laughs> awesome. Great room. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, my experience with Nerf was just like the football and the baseball and all that stuff. Like, you didn't do Nerf know. guns as a kid? I know. Not as a kid, no. I think I've owned a few as an adult, but. Mm-hmm. I love fire. My nephew loved them, and I used to just go to the house and just take his guns and just destroy him. That was just messy. Got all these darts all over the place. Yeah. Got He's it. like, oh, John, you're, old, you're too old. I'm like, take it. <laughs> take it. <laughs> <laughs> he had the head. See, now had... I'm all, all old and grumpy. When I shoot, I'm like, oh, God, I pick that thing up. Where'd it go? <laughs> Is it underneath the couch? Is that why I have children? Sweetie, nah. get me. Get daddy his darts. Right. <laughs> Jay, what was your nerf? Uh, if any. I mean, no, I think uh, growing up as a kid, yeah, it was the nerf football and yeah. the uh, the basketball hoop in the in the room. That was about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that you would slam on it. Everybody would slam on it. Yeah, Everybody cool would slam was on it and nerf rip it down. Football. That nerf football was awesome. I have the to, best. I have to believe that the nerf, nerf gun saved nerf. The Nerf gun saved Nerf? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because that's their bread and butter now, I, I think. Yeah, the Nerf football, you can pick it up for like a dollar. It's like they have it in a giant bin. It's awesome. Or something. Or, yeah. or if you got it wet, then it'd be like 20 pounds and you'd throw it at your Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm on the Nerf website and I don't see anything but guns on here. Oh, really? I thought yeah, they had like Nerf surprised. like basketball or something. Or now it's all guns, huh? Oh wow! Well, yeah, and they have like cross promotion too. They have like Fortnite or Nerf, Overwatch Nerf, Star Wars Nerf, Super Soaker. What? 
super soaker ball right super, now. Nerf super soaker. Oh, was super snow snoker soaker a Nerf product? I didn't realize it. It, it is now. Maybe they were oh, bought by the merger. Oh yeah. This is cool. This is yeah. You gotta go to the Nerf website. These super soakers are awesome looking too. Yeah. Uh oh. Guys are, that, guys are getting that itch again. Nerf <laughs> Super Soaker Fortnite Pump SG Water. It's a shotgun. I, I was just looking at the same exact thing, man. The green one. Yeah. I was looking. I was like, I'm looking at this. Oh, it's only 15. You bucks. see the Nerf gun at the top of that page that the girls holding? Yeah. Look how insane that thing looks. That's awesome. It's good. Basically, it's a water hose at this point. It's a high pressure water hose. <laughs> it's a water hose. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't make a device where you can put like ice cubes at the top so when you shoot it's like ice cold water. That would have been awesome. Yeah, and then as the ice melts it, it fills your reservoir. Oh, see? See? Make it happen. Make it happen. You should be general. So there's a Nerf. There's a Nerf little gun. There's a Chewbacca blaster. I don't know why. It's not a bowcaster. Fake news. Kiara blaster? Oh. From the solo movie, I guess. Star Wars Sith Trooper Blaster, Poe Dameron Blaster, Star Wars Nerf Dart Refill 999. Yeah, Nerf is the bomb, yo. Wow, you're Sense. right. There, it's only guns, Nerf. There's no Nerf footballs anymore. Yeah. Huh. Oh, well. All right, so that's our that's our tour down a uh, toy gun memory lane. Um, that was fun. It was a lot of fun. Jay, thanks again for joining us. Not a problem at all. Oh. Just just following up on the whole Nerf thing. There's actually Nerf leagues, I see. I mean, for the Nerf football, but even for the dart guns and stuff. Kind of like how they have paintball competitions. They have Nerf gun competitions. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. I always enjoy those YouTube videos where there's like office like wars and they all have like Nerf guns and stuff. Or there was one I saw where the guy was like replicating like John Wick. This is really cool. With Nerf guns, that's funny. Yeah, with Nerf guns. Nice. It's very cool. Hey, Jay, where, where can we find you? Where can you find me? At home like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, at this point. Well, aside from occasionally popping up on your guys' show, my friend Pete and I, we do enter the Nerd Zone, which great little podcast that we do talk about a variety of nerd topics. I also do Stuff You Don't Need to Know, which is just... Whatever pops into my head at the time, really, honestly, I just talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. But you do need to know it. (laughs) Uh, And I also do the Our Story History podcast with Jonathan. What? (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. So uh, if you guys have any thoughts about uh, toy guns and want to share some stories you had about uh, your experience playing with toy guns, hit us up on Instagram. Alan, how can we do that? Oh, we'll go to Instagram. And then you can go to Facebook, Nerd and Me Podcast, Instagram, Nerd and Me, Twitter, Nerd and Me Podcast, YouTube, Nerd and Me Podcast. Uh, rate and review in iTunes, our show, Jay's show, everyone's show. Go on there and rate and review because it helps everybody out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, I have a question for you, Jonathan. On Mom's Basement Collectibles last week, yes, what sir. the heck was the theme on that one? Um, I thought you guessed it. What did you guess? I guess I said yellow. Okay, sure. That's is that right? <laughs> a hole. <laughs> what? I look at your post. I'm like, oh, I wonder how this is tied together. Nerf. And well, uh, oh no! <laughs> oh, don't do it. Nerf. Nerf. Look, some weeks there's gonna be a uh, theme, 
game, someone to their own bay. I'll leave it up to you guys to figure You're out. You're jerk off. And I'm looking Why? at this, I'm like, oh, there's Nightwing. I'm like, oh, what's the correlation? Mmm. Mmm. Yes, None. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but thanks. But if you see a pattern, then, you know, maybe yeah, that pattern does exist. Sure, that's the answer. Mm -hmm. All right, so again, that's Mom's Basement Collectibles, where I'm posting pictures of, of most of my comic book collection, every once in a while some toys, every once in a while some statues, uh, all related to pop slash geek culture, things I've collected from nineteen, the early 1980s on to about 2012. You don't have any unboxings and, or YouTube stuff material put up? Well, no, not really, because, I mean, Funko pretty much stopped most of their boxes. The Marvel box is still coming out. Um, but they've been lame recently, so I haven't even bothered to put them up. Yeah, really. Uh, so I, my next one's June, and I think there's a June box. Um, so we'll see how that goes. No. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of the, the if you made your living off of unboxing, a lot of these subscription companies are folding. No, oh, wow. Um, they just weren't doing well, I guess. So. Hmm. They're Interesting. Wow. So we'll we'll find other things to put up there. I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll you know, I want to talk to you about that. Some ideas I have about what to put up on the on the thing. And Alan, when is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull going to make its debut on Dr. Indiana Jones? Dr. Jones. So all I can tell you is I think my wife is going to kill me because I had oh. to order some things because I don't like, you know, like props. And and I reached out to this guy on Instagram. Oh, God, the guy's going to kill me. I forgot his name because he does custom <gasps> stuff, mostly like uh, military things. And I know he had mm. Indiana Jones stuff. I'm like, dude, how do you? make these custom figures and he's like when well, you heat them up in pla uh heat them up in hot water then you take a knife i'm like take a knife and he's like yeah Whoa. it just cuts i'm like i can't i could not bring myself to break open one of my toys i just couldn't do it you know because they never made a marion uh king of the crystal skull figure you know but i do have you know so i wanted to make my own and uh i just i just i can't bring myself to break a toy i just can't do it but these guys do it all the time and they do great jobs with it so uh yeah i'm ordering some stuff i got some things along the way episode one is done i just got to get i always have to have a month worth before i start up uploading so uh i got all the sound clips ready so I, if i can get three more episodes under my belt i can start uploading so we'll see how it goes excellent and if you want to see alan's past work um it's on the nerd and me podcast youtube channel he's just posted about a week ago, The Last Crusade, Indiana Jones' The Last Crusade, the oh. entire movie in action figure slash other media form. And it's fantastic, as usual. I'm really, really proud of you and the work you've done with oh, these three movies. Thank you all very much. I'm oh. dying to do Indie 4.5, dude. I got a story in my head. I even got the figures to create that movie, too. What? But, yeah, I just got to like kind of flesh things out, and I have to bribe some people to do the voiceovers. Because there's no movie Whoa. on it. And I was going to get Jay. I was going to ask you, man, because I think you can pull up Indiana Jones. But I'll ask you off the air. Sure. No problem. <laughs> Ignore what he I, I'd love to do Indy. I think, I think you can pull off Indy. I think you can. I think you can. Can I be a bad guy or a short round? I was thinking you were going to be a bad guy, to tell you the truth. You and Pete so were going to be a bad guy. I think I see John as Sala. Sala? Oh. Yeah. Ola Rama. Ola Rama. Oh, wait, who's Sala? Sala. Sala. Sala from the, you know, from the first movie. Saying the word over and over again is going to help me understand who it is. Sala. Sala. Is it Sala? Is it? You know, Sala. Sala. Is it the dwarf from uh, Lord of the Rings? Is Same that Sala? Guy. Yeah. John Rhymes Davis. John Rhymes Davis. Davis. Mm hmm. Okay. 
I can't do accent. <laughs> Doctor Jones, <laughs> what do you think you're doing? <laughs> Can I see someone that talks like that? I'm yeah. calling in from Brooklyn. You're so off Annie, the project. Can I, can I be Annie Potts from Ghostbusters? <laughs> Doctor Jones, what do you want? <laughs> oh okay. Oh, Doctor Jones, this is Iris Corp <laughs> from Brooklyn. All right, let's wrap this up. Anything else? That's all I got. All right. Till next time. Martha. Snarf. 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 Snarf.